Today we conclude the 10th chapter of Shara Yichud Vemuna, as we began to explain yesterday in the beginning of the Patek, that the purpose of this Patek is to give some understanding as to the Yichud that happens, and the perfect Yichud that happens between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and His fetus. And the Alter Rebbe is using as a means for a means of an, a mushal, of an analogy, the Mo'ir and the Oir. And not as we learned it in the beginning of Tanya, in the beginning of Shara Yichud Vemuna, that there is a way of looking at the Oir as it being completely nullified in the Mo'ir. There is a truth to that, but we're not focusing on that truth. We are focusing now on another truth, which is, is that the Mo'ir acknowledges the Mo'ir in Yiddish rechen zich with the Oir, even though the Oir is way inferior to the Mo'ir, nevertheless, it acknowledges it and it becomes completely one with it. And as we spoke out, that the purpose of the sun is, the Torah describes the purpose, the sun is called a Mo'ir, a luminary, which means that its goal is to shed light. The Mo'ir itself doesn't shed light. It sheds light through the light that comes from it, through the Oir. So of course it acknowledges the light. It has to. It cannot fulfill its purpose without it. And not only that, since the purpose of light is also to reveal, as the Torah describes, that Oir is Yoim. So they both share the same purpose. So when two entities share the same purpose, even if one is mamish superior to the other one, but they both acknowledge each other, they both not only work together, but they become completely united, the yichud of the oir and the moir. So the same says the Alter Rebbe is the yichud between HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which is completely beyond the Svitas. Beyond, beyond the Svitas. That there is a yichud between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the Svitas, and Nachamol, from one angle, it's true to say that from Hashem's perspective, nothing even exists. Because there is a complete bottle, right, of the Sphiris in godliness. This is an emes. But now we're focusing on another emes. That even from our perspective, from the other side of the Tzimtzum, that what? That we do exist, beginning with the Sphiris. But since the purpose of the Sphiris is to reveal the greatness of Hashem, to reveal the Chesed of Hashem, to reveal the Mishpat of Hashem, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu beyond the Sphiris is unrevealable, is completely unknowable, is completely unrelatable. And the only way we could relate to godliness is Dafke when Hashem reveals Himself through the Sphiris. So here again, there is a perfect union between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the Sphiris. Now let me explain how the analogy is not perfectly going to match the analog, which is why ultimately we need emuna Raza de Mehemnusa, that there is a yichud between Kuchubrichu and Esfiris, and that's obvious. When it comes to the sun, the purpose of the sun is to be a ma'or, to be a luminary, etc., etc., One can never attribute a purpose for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The opposite, God is beyond everything, including beyond the purpose. So it's not the motivating force, the uniting force of the Yichud that we have between the Moed and the Oed does not exist between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the Sfiris because God is beyond purpose. So for that, the Mashal doesn't fit the Nimshal. Yes, it is Emunah. 
but we are using at least that aspect of that we we can see, we can understand how there could be a perfect yichud between something that is infinitely greater than something else that is infinitely inferior. Between the moir and the oir, they do unite when they share this common goal of shedding light. Same thing is with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that now that HaKadosh Baruch Hu does want for him to be known amongst us, and that only happens through the spheres. So therefore, there is a perfect yichud between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and his spheres. They become mamish one, God willing to be continued.